listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. Today's episode of Final Girls Horrorcast is brought to you by OC Monster Man, Matt N, and Al White. lovelies and thanks for joining us on the 285th episode of final girls horror cast the show where we discuss some of the horror thriller and sci-fi movies currently available on your favorite streaming sites i'm amy and i'm carly welcome back everyone for our final episode of 80s were weird for the 2023 year today we'll be discussing phantom of the mall eric's revenge Contrary to the title, it is not a sequel. No. The one and only. (laughs) I mean, it sounds like a sequel, but it's not. That's part of its charm. It's true. Um, As a reminder, we do tend to spoil movies, so continue at your own risk. Phantom of the Mall, Eric's Revenge is streaming on Shudder, AMC Plus, and Arrow. Um, I will say, if you know the premise of Phantom of the Opera... There's not much that we can spoil for you, so... I, I beg to differ. You don't think so? Okay, well... <laughs> well, we have some added stuff in here. We do. We, we have a lot of added it. stuff. Oh, yes, that's very true. Um, so, yeah, I, I can... I watch it. Watch it amongst friends. You know? It's, it's awful and enjoyable. Polly Shore. It's it's what eighties was weird month uh, is all about. It's all about really. It's a it's a charm. It's a charmer. It is. <laughs> but before we jump into today's film, let's get started with a segment that we like to call trailer trash talk. Today's trailer is nefarious. It has an April fourteenth release date. It's a great day. It's my birthday. Uh, it's directed and written by Chuck. Konzelman and Carrie Solomon, who previously uh, created films such as Unplanned and God is Not Dead. The IMDb summary is, on the day of his scheduled execution, a convicted serial killer gets a psychiatric evaluation during which he claims he is a demon and further claims that before their time is over, the psychiatrist will commit three murders of his own. So, I I don't know 100% because I've never seen Unplanned and God is Not Dead, but I believe these are religious thrillers. So it sounds it, like it. It wouldn't surprise me if this film has a Christian feel to it. Sure. Well, he does say, I'm a demon. And then the guy goes, there's no such thing as demons. Yeah. And yeah. then we have red eyes and weird shit. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say I probably won't see this movie. No. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to, it might be a pass. I mean, I think that the idea is cool. I was reading the summary and I was like, oh, that could be good, you know? But mm-hmm. then the trailer kind of gives away that maybe it's not going to be very good. Yeah. Based mostly on acting. Yeah. And, and dialogue. Lots. And, uh, yeah, the dialogue was not great. Yeah. 
it looks all right. I mean, it doesn't look super low budget, to be honest. There were a couple other trailers I watched today that looked way less. <laughs> <laughs> I just kept <laughs> on like getting so... Films. Yeah, I kept on getting so distracted by that noise in my eardrum. They try to do that ominous, ominous note. Yeah. And I was like, it just came off as comical a little bit. This, the the summary was giving me like fallen vibes. Mm hmm. Which we've been talking about that movie a lot. We need to do that. I feel like we need to do that. Yeah, I think we should. It's a really good movie, and I haven't seen it in a very long time. I haven't seen it probably since the 90s. Uh, yeah, probably. Unfortunately, it's not I... streaming, but let's. I'm going to put an alert on it. Okay. Put an alert so that when it is streaming, we can cover it. Yeah. Um, but that's Still not ahead. this, and I don't really care too much about this, even though, I mean, it, it, I would sit and watch it. I just wouldn't have high hopes about it. It's the best I, I just can say. feel like there's so many other things I would rather watch. Sure. That this would probably not be a priority in sure. any manner. You know? That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Oh, John Goodman's in Fallen. I forgot about that. I do. Sorry. Oh, my God. He really is. He's a treasure. I love him. <laughs> Same. Oh my god, and James Gandolfini? Really? Yeah, it's got a good cast, Fallen does. Holy yeah. cow. Yeah. All right. It's on the list. Okay. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Okay. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> I want more of that. Um, I'm right. done with this trailer. Yeah, I mean, there's not much to say. Check it out if you want. It's on IMDb. Uh, You know, there's like a lot. I feel like we're waiting on a lot of trailers. So, yeah, um, you know, I feel like we're going to be getting some big horror movie trailers soon. Just kind of waiting for them to come out. Until then, we we have we do have a couple shark trailers. That's true. So stay tuned, guys. Because as the weather gets warmer, we'll have more and more shark trailers for you. Yes. (laughs) So, what film are we discussing today, Miss Carly? Phantom of the Mall: Eric's Revenge from 1989, directed by Richard Friedman, who did Halfway to Hell, written by Scott Schneid and Tony Mickelman and Robert King. Uh, Robert King also did The Nest. The IMDb summary is, A man loses his home and suffers life-threatening burns from a fire deliberately set by commercial real estate developers vying for his property. One year later, a shopping mall opens on the land and a series of murders begins. (laughs) I am so glad that this summary answers so many questions I had (laughs) Me too. I was like, oh, is that what it's about? Okay. (laughs) Oh, that makes sense. Why didn't they tell us that in the movie? (laughs) Okay, I literally thought that I just missed it. Well, it's Um, possible that we both missed it. But if we both missed it, the chances are that it's not very well structured or, or presented in the film itself. No, there's lots of back and forth of... um. Because she's the main, what, what's the main lady's name? Melody. I don't remember. 
Melody. She is remembering her boyfriend, who Eric was her boyfriend, who was a dream boyfriend, gave her flowers, did all this. And he's leaving because he's, I guess, not spoiler alert, alive. He's like leaving her these trinkets and kind of like watching out for her. And so she's having a lot of flashbacks. And so a lot of the movie is like, okay, we're here in the moment, but now we're in the past. And now we're here in the present. And now we're in the past. So, um, I feel like that's kind of what happened when we get that weird flashback of like them hanging out in his room and all of a sudden it being on fire. And I was like, why are we on fire? Like, I I was so confused. So, I mean, I kind of was piecing together parts of this because A, the title says Eric's revenge in it, right? So sure. I know that Eric has revenge for something. And I also yes. know that he quote unquote died in a fire. So I know that he's getting revenge for someone setting his house on fire i get that and but and it's just I like know. how does he know who set his house on fire and also yeah like well why i guess they his house was on land they wanted to build a mall on but they never said that and no one ever no. figured it out and no one ever like got to the bad guys and said hey you did these awful things like there's I nothing mean, like that happening which is kind of the problem i think in the movie. there kind of is but like it's very fleeting and it's very much kind of at the end because we see the guy that like owns them all and we know that he kind of knows what's going on because he has like dead security guards that are like popping up and he doesn't want his son going to the mall right um but we don't and we don't get why, you know, we don't right. get how he started, like why he was the mastermind behind, like everything that the IMDb summary says, we don't get that watching the movie. But so we it just makes kind of, sense. Yes. Oh, 100%. They just, they did it wrong. They did the beginning yeah. of this movie wrong because the first scene in this movie is Eric killing a security guard, which yes. is all fine, except... They should have just spent that time showing him dying. And instead of having these flashbacks that don't tell us anything, like have this be, have it be his funeral or have, you know what I mean? Like start at mm -hmm. the funeral, start at something where at no Melody we... has a conversation with someone and says, you know, those men kept bothering him. And then, you know, or, you know, what I mean? there could have been an easy, even know. but she could have. Yeah. She could have known. Like, she could have at least had an idea, right? Because, like, at no point do we ever know that the mall is where he is built on the same place that he used to live. And also, they must have built this mall so quickly because how so long ago fast. did he die? This I think he summary, died a year ago. This summary says one year. So yeah. he dies when they burn, quote unquote, he doesn't die, but he dies when they burn his house down. And then within a year, they build this giant mall. Not like, only do they build it, it is fully staffed and it is very populated. Like I you can't know. just all of a sudden have that land. Like there no. has to be a transfer of ownership. Yes. And I'm assuming it's <laughs> if it's in this situation where, like, the family legitimately dies, then th there's a lot of lawyer things that need to happen right? before that transfer and of land how happens. old is Eric that he owns this house? 
Because well, he they... was there with his parents, right? Did he? Yeah, I think the parents died in the fire. Interesting. Because I think he says, he says, I'm pretty sure I could be making this up, but I feel like at the end I heard him say something that like he doesn't have anybody because his family is dead or whatever. I thought that they're supposed to be adults, but they look like teenagers. Like, Melody hmm. is not a teenager. I don't, well, I don't know. And there's a couple times where it's like, I feel like they were supposed to be older, but they just had younger women casted in those roles. Because there's several times where there's conversations happening and I'm like, aren't they teenagers? <laughs> But then also, no, they're not. Because remember the time when Susie is like closing out the store and the um, the mall owner's son comes in and is being very inappropriate with her. And he's like, yes. you know, teenagers. I'm like, she is a teenager, isn't she? Like, I was just so confused. I don't know how old they're supposed to be is really the question. Like, I don't know. I kind of thought that they were supposed to be like 18, 19. Yeah, but it... <sighs> They don't ever say that. There's no right. reason that I think that. It's just well a because they look eighteen nineteen and they, they work look in 18, a mall. 19. Exactly, that's yes. the kicker. <laughs> Those are the two reasons. It's the mall part. They're very excited about getting their jobs at the mall, mm-hmm. which I feel like is a very teenager in the eighties excite exciting thing to happen. Yes, because it's your whole social situation for sure, for sure. And Polly Shore works at the ice cream and stand. And Polly Shore, yes, and loves putting ears. Yeah, and edible ears. In in frozen yogurt for some reason. Yeah. Uh, so Okay. So we we know Eric's Okay, so Eric's house gets burned down. His family dies, let's say. Uh mm-hmm. and then he the mall is built in his home's place, so instead he moves into the mall. And he lives in a crypt underneath the mall. Like I don't know. Look, it's if it worked for the Phantom <laughs> under the Opera House, it's good enough for Eric. But like, what who is had, this space? <laughs> who had a, a who had a, a miraculous crypt basement under his home? Um, big and as big as the mall. It's huge and dirt floors. Looks, yeah, yeah. There's it looks no, like it's been I, around for a while. <laughs> there, there aren't torches, but I feel like there may be. You know, I like I'm like not, there are torches. I'm not convinced that there's torches. But if there were torches, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, like uh-huh. this is yep. a brand new mall, but underneath it is a dungeon slash crypt that he yes. lives in. With exactly numerous exercise equipments, um, sec- entire security. Uh, cameras set up so he can keep an eye on everything happening at the mall. And he's really just a vigilante in a way. Mm -hmm. I mean, he is killing terrible people, doing terrible things, protecting his girlfriend at all costs. Like, Mm -hmm. I found him to be kind of dreamy for the majority of this film. He is a kung fu master. Oh, my God. He is a ninja. He has a crossbow. Yeah. I was impressed. He's hunky. You know, he's a protector. Yes. He is he is saving people. He is taking care of business. He's getting his revenge. And then the end happens, and I'm upset because I've kind of fallen for Eric. 
But who I think he is is not who he actually is. And I think the movie really falls apart in this part. (laughs) I agree. It kind of goes off the rails. Um, And we're supposed to like the new guy who's fine. He's fine. Like there's he's not a bad dude, um, but he's just very bland. Um, And he's always late to the save party yeah, there's nothing Eric is about him. already he efficient. looks okay that's the only thing he's got golden going for him yeah yes so but like he, here's the here's the question carly who's the bad guy the mall guy which mall the, guy the dad the mall dad okay the the mall owner yeah and his son is also a bad guy. And the mall owner also has like this he has the guy henchman. with an earring, like a henchman. Yeah. Yes. He, he won't take it off. He really loves George Michael. Um, I don't think, I mean, the son, I I don't, is the son in on it? I don't, I just think he's, he's a shitty no, dude. No, he's like just dad. shitty. <laughs> yeah, but he's not like the villain, like the dad knows that like murder happened. Right. And he is encouraging more murder. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that guy sucks. And also Morgan Fairchild is in this movie for some reason. Mm -hmm. And she is the mayor. And she is the sexiest mayor of all time. That hair, man. Her hair, her makeup, her boobs are out. She is killing it. (laughs) She is ready to run the town. She is hashtag mayor goals. (laughs) <laughs> she's always at the mall she spends um, a lot of, a lot of time at this mall i feel like they they seem to have a lot of town meetings at the mall yeah. um <laughs> everything's I, happening at the mall it's very it's the center of the town is what this it seems is the like. same mall that they used in chopping mall in case I you're wondering it. i fucking love chopping mall another thing this movie has stan bush music so I was gonna say not robots. No, but Stan Bush. Yeah. So soundtrack the, is bomb. This yeah, the soundtrack was great. We got some yeah. the vandals at the end. Yeah. Stan Bush knows how to make a soundtrack. Yeah. You know. He knows what he's doing. It was good. I enjoyed it. Uh another thing this movie has, Jordash Jeans. If you missed seeing Jordash Jeans, <laughs> this is a movie for you. Oh man. There are some good kills. I was a fan of the forklift smooshing a guy against a control panel. An electrical that was panel. good. That was pretty good. Uh, the best kill, though, uh, well, there's two uh, There's two runner-ups. There's the, the python biting the penis in the bathroom. <laughs> the python was great. I was like, uh, what the fuck just happened? Where did the python come from? We don't know. Eric Where just end- acquired one. Yeah, I was just like, get his junk. And then my favorite kill of all time in this movie is the escalator strangulation. Oh, I love an escalator kill. Who doesn't love an escalator kill? Escalators are scary. (laughs) I feel like, yeah, did you ever, like, think that, like, were you terrified when you were younger of, like, your shoelace getting caught in the oh, escalator? Absolutely. Yeah. Because I had, like, the most irrational fear about this. Um, I was like, I'm gonna get smushed into You mean a rational. It's a rational fear. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Escalators are scary to, to kids, especially. 
They're so sure. scary. Yeah. Um, so anytime that they throw one in a horror flick, I'm in. Yeah. Um, I also love how how important and also at the same time completely unimportant Polly Shore's character is in this movie. He really is there for no reason. He is. He he's commanding scenes, but also yeah. his character me- means nothing. Does not yeah. need to be in the movie at all. No. Does not offer anything. Does not help in any way. Uh, there is one scene in which he uh, admits he has quote supersonic hearing. Uh, <laughs> why? Why did we add this? He literally was just eavesdropping and yep. said, "Ah." Uh, I have supersonic hearing. I sometimes can hear other people's conversations while still carrying on a conversation of my own. It's weird. Don't worry about it. And <laughs> Honestly, Polly, same. So it's one of my favorite things to do, to be honest. You know, there's nothing better than like if you're out with a friend and then like yeah. something dramatic's going on at the table next to you and you're like, oh, man. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> it was just... <laughs> Also, what was going on with the subliminal messages that he was trying to tell the reporter I, about? I don't know. <laughs> he I pulls don't, the I don't... reporter into this room and he's mm-hmm. playing the the mall background music, which is Hawaiian music for some reason. <laughs> Sounds like SpongeBob SquarePants music. <laughs> and <laughs> and he literally goes, okay, but check out what happens when I drop out the music. And he turns down the music and it's like... I love going to the mall. The people that work at the mall are my friends. I love spending money at the mall. And he's like, see, it's subliminal messaging. (laughs) (laughs) So is that like a real thing? Or I like to. What are we doing with this information exactly? So nothing. um, Okay. Okay. (laughs) But it made me immediately think of uh, Josie and the Pussycats. I don't know if you've seen the movie. Um, But if you haven't. It's been a long time. Yeah. Fuck. We need to watch it because it is a masterpiece. <laughs> okay. Um, but it that happens in there, which I wonder if they got it from there. But like, you know, uh yeah. Maybe to to make them want to go to the mall. Okay. Because the guy's a, an evil mastermind. Okay. So this is part of the evil dude's Yeah, this but is it just really part doesn't of have, what makes him evil. It's neither here nor there, to be the honest. The reporter does not care, by the way. He is not. He is uninterested in this. None of us do. And this would be a giant breaking news story. Like, this is a... <laughs> this is a big you, deal, Polly. You would think a reporter would be more interested in subliminal messaging in the mall. Um, uh, you know... Not this guy. It's just... It's a, it's, a, it's a funny... It's funny. It is enjoyable. Um doesn't really make sense um no i did get very excited when i found out eric's last name is matthews because that's a very boy meets world <gasps> Corey, where's Corey at <laughs> uh and okay and do you watch always sunny in philadelphia um yes i do because the guy, the bad guy with the earring, is Max's dad on Always Sunny. The guy <laughs> I was, he, I was like, he looks so familiar, yeah. but I can't place him. And yeah. that's okay. That makes sense. It's an all star cast, really, if you think about it. I mean, it is. It really is. Yeah. Also, Eric. Um, Eric. So Eric is like really good at martial arts, and yeah. um, when he's fighting. Um, the evil guy with the earring. Um, 
There's like a trash compactor scene. Do you remember this? When he's fighting, there's a trash compactor. Oh, yeah, with the guy. Yeah. 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 So like the evil guy has Eric's head underneath a trash compactor that's coming down very slowly. Uh, Eric. He's like a rope. He's a robot. There's no way. There's no way he could literally push up this trash compactor. I literally messaged you and I was like, I'm sorry. Like, do you get super strength when you're burned in a fire? Is that like the trade-off? Because um <laughs> How he did definitely he do that? I I don't know. His He just his pushes rage. up. He's like, No, I'm not gonna die this way. You're gonna die this way. And exactly. then sw- does an old switcheroo. Does the old mm-hmm. switcheroo on him. <laughs> it's amazing. Um <sighs> it's amazing. Also, was that um uh guy Ken Forey from Dawn of the Dead? Yes. The um right? Yeah. Uh-huh. I was gonna say speaking of all the security cast. guard. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm telling Fan you, all star cast. And the guy that plays the reporter was definitely in like Days of Our Lives or something, along with Morgan Amazing. Fairchild. I think they were both in Days of Our Lives. So that makes sense. That's what I'm saying. All star cast. A plus. That's fantastic. Did you notice that Eric's voice sounds kind of like Rex Quando from Napoleon Dynamite? No, but I felt like he oh. sounded different in a bunch of different things. And I was like, like he sounded normal. And then he sounded like Batman. And then like, Batman. Yeah, there was like, but that's funny. <laughs> I thought of Rex Quando, but also Batman. Could also yeah. be Batman. Yeah. Because he just was like, oh, like all of a sudden. <laughs> He's very gravelly. Yeah. And I was like, you sounded so totally normal like two seconds ago. What's happening? I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Of the mall. My favorite, favorite, favorite scene of all time, though, is when Eric just yeets the mayor out the window. (laughs) (laughs) Just picks her up and throws her. (laughs) So good. Because she weighs two pounds. She's so little. And he's just like. Bye. Oh, my God. Okay. And lastly, uh, my last question of the day is, how did this four-person motorcycle get out of the mall in enough time that they didn't get exploded? Oh, yeah, guys. There's a whole bomb scenario, too. (laughs) He's like... That's that's a Phantom of the Opera thing, isn't it? That there's going to be... That he's going to, like, explode the... Well, he just burns it to the ground. Wow. Well, same thing. This he is the 80s pack, version. Pack it with C4. Wow. It's the 80s version. Where does version. he get it? Where does he get that C4? I mean, the same place that he uh, gets all the other stuff. You know, the yeah. Python. Um, sure. Okay. The underground. Because he's underground. So he's got access yeah. to the underground market. <laughs> he's magic. The black market of the underground yeah. mall. Yeah. I see you. I got it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But there's four people. There's four people on this motorcycle. There's, you know, eight eight seconds until this thing is going to explode. Eight. They show you. Eight. Mm -hmm. They are upstairs. Upstairs. I know this because everything that just happened in the scene prior was upstairs. And when they're running away, you can see that they're upstairs. And yet they somehow get out of this mall. Unscathed. 
unscathed. The mall explodes behind them, but there's Violently. no like. There, but there's nothing like in a normal action movie where if there's an explosion, they like fall or cover their ears. They're very close to the mall. And they're just like, oh, we made it. <laughs> they're <fine>. magic. <laughs> oh, it's all magic. I love it. It's stupid, but I loved it. I would definitely watch this again with a group. Oh, absolutely. It's fun. Less fun by yourself, but I could I could imagine how much fun it would be to watch it with a group. So there you go. Phantom of the Mall. Eric's Revenge. I really liked Eric until he started acting all wild and trying yeah, to and like kind of rapey. It was weird because he was like, they have this really beautiful moment where she's like, I knew you were alive and she's being very tender and he's like, I will always protect you. And then, like, he's been watching her. He knows what's going on with reporter guy, you yeah. know? Like, and then she, like, says, you know, I mean, it's been a year. Things have changed. You left. Like, and yeah. he has this, like, meltdown. And all of a sudden, he's this evil guy who is just wanting to murder everyone instead of just the bad guys. Yeah, it just didn't make any sense because up until that point, I mean, I could un- it would make more sense that he would say, like, I'm not the man I was yeah. and I totally understand. That just would have made for a better movie. Like, he would have totally. been a more interesting character. Instead, we're making him evil, but we already have evil people. We don't need more mm-hmm. evil people. Because now we mm-hmm. just have evil people fighting evil people. That's not interesting. Yeah. That's not. I mean, he has his revenge. He's devoted his life to this revenge and protecting his the woman he loved. And, and that is a beautiful story. That's the story of the Phantom of the Opera. I don't remember the Phantom of the Opera being actually evil. <laughs> no, he it's was been a just... Minute. He I does mean, try to imprison her, I think. But it's not, like, malicious. He's definitely creepy. Like um, yeah. And he's definitely not into Raul, who is her right. love interest. Right. Um, and he definitely, like, burns... He, he, he loses it. But I feel like the difference is, is he has lived in that basement for literal years alone. Yeah. Yeah, he was born deformed, right? And he, like, basically was on his own his whole life. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just a year after getting burned. Right. So he doesn't, A, he doesn't have the social skills to understand. He's very much, like, kind of like a toddler in an adult body where he has these feelings and he doesn't know what to do with them because he's never really been around it before. Whereas Eric has only been kind of on his own for a year. Yeah. Um... It's just so different. And, like, I get not going to your girlfriend. Like, maybe you want to devote your life to revenge. That's cool. I get it. But, like, that doesn't make you evil. Like, that doesn't make you evil to the woman you love and, like, all these other... Like, it's just weird. I think that they could... violent with her, too. Well, they had this really interesting three-dimensional character, and then they kind of ruined it. Yeah. So it's not really it doesn't work on a phantom of the uh, phantom of the mall <laughs> phantom of the <laughs> opera kind of level because he really is a very different type of character so they should have just yeah. let it go that way. Yeah. 
I hate it when yeah. movies don't just respect the characters they created. Instead, they try mm-hmm. to push this other thing because it's quote unquote probably more interesting or they're thinking it's more of a horror kind of plot. But like, in all honesty, I was surprised by how much I liked Eric and like how interesting of a character he was until that happened. Like, I was like, this movie is rough and silly. But also, like, they somehow created a very interesting three-dimensional character here, and then suddenly they ruined it. Yeah. <laughs> so, there you yeah, go. Yeah, he was really interesting, and then all of a sudden it's just like we took a turn, and that's when, you're right, that's when it kind of gets messy and it gets, like, okay. Like, I it was already ridiculous. That's the exactly. problem. Exactly. That's the problem. Yeah. I was with Eric. I was there for him. And he can make mistakes and be wrong, but why are we making him like this horrible person? Like it just doesn't make yeah. sense. So. No, and it's weird because it happens so suddenly. I feel like yeah. it would have made more sense if she was like, I, you know, I'm different. I don't love you anymore. And he kind of internalized it and then exploded versus flying off the handle immediately. You or, know? Or she tries to stop him from killing yeah. people. And then he kind of goes, like, you can't do this, or I'm going to do it anyway. And then maybe that's how this separation starts, right? Sure. Where she's trying to stop him, and he can't stop. Yeah. Like, maybe she still loved him. You know what I mean? And they were, and he was saying, and she was trying to get him to leave with her. And he's like, no, I have to see this through. You know, that would have been way more interesting, right? Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't think we even need the reporter guy. Like, he's not adding anything here. Because she doesn't actually like him. Like, there's no love there. They just met. Who cares? He's not that interesting of a character. He's a wet blanket. I think that's kind of the thing where it makes less sense. Because, like, in Phantom of the Opera, right, like... She's singing at the opera. She trains with this guy. Where And then Raul comes in, who's supposed to be the reporter character, except for they knew each other and right. like had a little flirtation when they were younger. And so it right. kind of like makes sense. Right. This is a little sloppy in that everything, it, like you said, it feels like it happens in, in a matter of days. Yeah. Whereas there's no way that it would be so easy. If you, you know. found out your boyfriend that you were in love with since was I was a alive, kid was yeah. alive, yeah, you wouldn't be like, oh, but I just met this guy two days ago, and I think no. I, I'm catching the feels. Like that's I feel not like, sorry, babe. <laughs> like we even had if fun. <laughs> even if half of his face is melted, you're still gonna be like, and you find out he's been like saving you. Yeah. You might spoon a little bit. No? A little bit. I'd be like, you're I mean, a ninja. You have a crossbow. <laughs> Let's talk about this. When did you develop such ninja skills? Yeah, I am attracted to everything that's happening right now. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm just saying. Eric's got a lot going for him, even though he lives in a dungeon and yeah. his bur- face is burned off. He's still got yeah. a lot of great qualities. Until he, he turns into a monster, yeah. Until he goes a little. I'm unhinged. just saying they could have they could have made this really good and surprising. They were yeah. so close, and then they, they just so gave up. It felt like they gave up, or they were like, "This they is were... how the story's supposed to go." Yeah, 
And it happens really fast because I remember being like, how do we, I still have like 20 minutes of this movie left. And then all of a sudden everything switched like literally in the last 15. And I was like, holy, holy cow. I think it's just (laughs) that they accidentally made him likable and they didn't know what to do, but they just kept going, you know, (laughs) with the original idea instead of being like, oh, let's pivot. Yes. All right. Well, anyway, that's Phantom of the Mall, Eric's Revenge. A promising title. And that is a wrap <laughs> on 80s Were Weird Month. Oh. Until next year. But we have some new and exciting things coming your way as our listeners. Yeah, we do. Um, we kind of figured out how the next few months are going to go, and we're excited yeah, about it. We are. We want to give them a little heads up on what to expect. Yeah, so we are going to, uh, what's next month? April is Yes. <laughs> April, we are going to be doing some uh, new movies that are streaming um, that I know we've been excited about and have been wanting to talk about for a while. Um, And then uh, we learned that in October, right, there's going to be a new Saw movie. Saw 10. Saw 10. That's so many Saws. Or Saw X. Yeah. Depending on on how you want it, whatever you want to call it. Sure. Um, Still, that's a lot. Yep. Um, we've never really done any of the Saw movies before, so uh, May is going to be Saw Franchise Month, and we are going to be doing two movies an episode because we mm-hmm. don't want to do Saw for two months. Right. <laughs> um, also, I feel like they have a lot of the same things going on, so we'll be able to kind of make those, I think, some some good, fun episodes. We've been um, talking about doing Saw as a franchise for a long time, and we've been putting it yeah. off, so. Yeah. And right we'll now, they're a all good idea streaming. Or not. Yes. Yeah. They're all streaming, whether it be on Hulu or Pluto, and I think the first one is on Amazon. So mm-hmm. we wanted to give you guys a heads up to start watching them if you want to, um, just in case they do leave streaming um, before we get to them next month. Yeah. Um, because we're going to do it whether or not they're streaming. <laughs> well, yeah, we've kind so, of already committed. So watch them yeah. now if you care yeah. to watch them just in case. As a refresher. They're gone. Um, yeah. So that's the, the next couple of months for us. Yeah. But We're what excited. are we kicking April off with next week, Miss oh, Carly? Guys, we are going to kick April off with Smile. Oh, my God. I'm so uh, we're very excited about Smile from last year. Yes. Um, it is streaming on Prime. And it's going to be a lot of fun to talk about, I think. I'm really excited. <laughs> yeah. Same Z's. I'm really excited. Uh I'm excited to rewatch it. I really am curious how I'm going to feel about it watching it at home when I've already seen it before. You Same. know. I'm I'm curious to see if it holds up upon rewatch because I think a lot of the a lot of what I loved about it um when I first watched it is just the audience reaction. And yeah. so I'm curious to A, see the rewatchability, but B, also in like a setting where I'm by myself. Yeah. I'm you really know. curious. Uh, there's no way I'm going to be watching this with Tony because he could not ever deal with this. <laughs> um, <laughs> way too many jump scares for him. I mean, the movie is yeah. just one giant jump scare. So, yeah. uh, you know, there's that. And then, you know, I I just really... 
Um, I really enjoyed myself and I had a lot of fun in the theater, but I'm just not sure if that's going to translate at all. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see kind of our follow up feelings on that. Yeah. And I actually like I feel like even when I watched it in theaters, like there were things that I was kind of picking at with it. Um, But even like overall, I still enjoyed it that I I wonder if they're going to bother me or if they're going to perhaps bother me more. Or less, or not at all. I don't know. So I'm excited. I'm excited. Stay tuned for that. Yeah. So anyway, how are you doing over there, Miss Carly? Good. I feel like it's been a great um, week for like TV that's come back. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm, Yellow mm -hmm. Jackets is back, which I'm really excited about. I want to watch that so bad. I hear so many amazing things. I do not have showtime. So watch it, girl. They're having a special right now where it's like $3.99 a month for three months or something like that. So and I think it's like literally like the Yellow Jacket special. <laughs> I just like have too many streaming services. I'm going to tell we're you. We're trying to cut down. It's worth it. The show is so good. And this first episode of the second season was so great. Um, so, yeah, I I recommend it for sure. Well, maybe when um, the second season's done, I'll just do a binge, you know. Yeah. Um, we also got Succession and Succession Ted Lasso. Came back yesterday. Ted Lasso's on its second episode last week. Um, yep. Shrinking had their finale. There's just it's a good moment for television right now. It is. It <laughs> is a very good moment for television. And Succession um, just really knocked it out of the park. I just I'm gonna miss Roman the most. He is hilarious. I was so cracking up funny. at like everything he was saying yesterday. <laughs> Every time he opened his mouth, I was like, oh, that's another one. He's just <laughs> so sharp-witted. So good. Sharp-witted little weirdo. Such a good writing on that yeah, show. Yeah, for sure. Um, we have some new stuff coming, even more new stuff coming. Um Marvelous Mrs. Maisel starts next month. Also the last season. On my birthday, by the way. Everything starts on my birthday this year. It's a good day. All sorts of stuff. All sorts of stuff. It's a great day. Um, But yeah, I'm very excited for that as well. I just, so many things. Mm -hmm. Um, And isn't that new movie, um, I can't think of the name of it now, but the one that's like Last Shift director oh mm, something with malik malum 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 that comes out this weekend doesn't it i do believe it does is it on shutter oh is it it's not in theaters oh i don't know is it is it i didn't (laughs) see it i didn't see it in theaters oh i thought it was going to be a theater release how do you spell it m-a-l-u-m oh there oh no 2023 here it is uh i'm just so curious okay not streaming no maybe it is in theaters i think it's gonna march March 31st that's a friday so it would make sense to be in theaters oh my goodness maybe i'll have to see that i also want to see john wick 4 i've been hearing great things Dude, i still haven't seen scream (laughs) what 
Get on it. I keep saying I'm going to go, but then the weather's really nice or, you know, the weather's not nice enough. (laughs) I want to leave my house. Just go. But the weather was so nice this weekend that I just could not see myself. Like I spent so much time in my yard enjoying the sun and playing with my dog that like the thought of going to the theater just made me sad. And then by the time it's night, I don't want to go anywhere. I'm just being honest. (laughs) I don't ever want to go. Well, that's not true. I like going to the movies at night. I don't love like going anywhere at night. I know you don't. It's not my faves. I love Uh, driving at night because I'm a weirdo. I can't see anything at night. Like my vision sucks (laughs) at night. I just, nobody's on the road or like fewer people are on the road and everything just feels more peaceful. I feel like I have a lot of anxiety driving during the day. hate it. Um, So yeah, I definitely. I I mean, I agree with that. I went to pick up Tony from the airport at like midnight last week and it was, it was kind of a lovely drive. Yeah, (laughs) that's what I'm saying. It's a good music, good soundtrack on. I like put on the midnight. But, like, usually when I drive at night, there's other cars. Like, there was no other cars at midnight on a Thursday. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Totally. That's literally why I like going to the movies on a Thursday. Fair. I just, I don't know how you stay up so late. I'm such an old lady. I'm a night owl, (laughs) even when I don't want to be. Yeah. I, I just have never, I have never been a successful night owl. Yeah. Even in my youth. I even I'm get so tired and then I just get a second win for no reason and then I'm like uh, just awake. It's there stupid. are occasions where I can't put my book down and I will continue reading and then I'll be like oh my god it's 2 a.m. But that's mm-hmm. not that's like only if I'm reading something very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. All right. Well. That's it, I guess. That's it. <laughs> so next week. Smile. Next week. Yes. And next month, uh, we got Saw. So lots of fun stuff coming up. Um, Stay tuned. And until then, I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. Mm -hmm. Bye.